Is Jesus God, Son of God, or Prophet of God? What does the Bible say? Both Muslims and Christians love and honor Jesus Christ. However, they perceive Jesus Christ differently. Christians mistakenly believe that Jesus Christ is divine. They believe Jesus Christ is God, Son of God, and part of a trinity. If one proves that Jesus Christ is not God or the Son of God, Christianity as a whole collapses, since this belief is the religion's foundation. It is very provable that Christianity is not the religion of God that He has chosen for humanity. It is imperative to mention that Jesus makes no single, unequivocal statement in the entire Bible claiming to be God or asking people to worship me. Jesus Christ preached the same message as all previous messengers and prophets before him, that there is only one God and that people should worship him alone. None of the many prophets and messengers of God preached the Trinity, nor did Jesus Christ. Only after the departure of Christ did this false portrayal of him as the Son of God spread for political and financial gain. One can discover the identity of the religion prescribed by the Almighty by examining and understanding both the Holy Quran and the Bible. Both scriptures present Jesus Christ as a mighty messenger of God, who was human and not divine. First, let us examine the message of the Holy Quran. Later in this book, we will prove our certainty that the Holy Quran is from God and no one else. The Holy Quran explicitly states, The Messiah, son of Mary, was not but a messenger. Other messengers had passed before him. His mother was a virtuous woman. Both ate food, like other mortals. See how clear we make these signs for them. See how deluded they are. Quran, chapter 5, verse 75. The Holy Quran explicitly states that Jesus Christ was only a messenger, as this fact is very clear in many areas of the Holy Quran and the sayings of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, known as Hadith. Now on we go to consider the words of the Bible. Christians have a hard time grasping the idea that Jesus Christ was only a human prophet, sent by God to deliver his message to the lost sheep of the children of Israel, who were in desperate need of guidance. If Jesus Christ were God or the Son of God, many verses in the Bible would state as much or quote his statement to the fact, telling people to worship him. Through a careful study of the Bible, one would discover that no single, unequivocal statement is found anywhere in the scripture claiming that Jesus Christ is God, or quotes him saying, Worship me. Nor is there a mention of God or Jesus Christ being part of a trinity. Jesus Christ never claimed to be the Son of God, let alone claimed to be God himself. He is not the Son of God in the sense that he was the begotten Son of God. Instead, he is metaphorically the Son of God in the sense that all righteous people are children of God. Thus, this title is not to be taken literally, as many Christians have done in error. 
Many verses in the Bible clearly illustrate that God in the heavens and Jesus Christ are two separate beings. The concepts of Jesus Christ as divine and part of a trinity did not become part of Christian doctrine until centuries later, after the departure of Jesus Christ. The word trinity is not mentioned anywhere in the Bible. In John chapter 14, verse 28, Jesus Christ states, You heard me say, I am going away, and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. In this verse, Jesus Christ distances himself from God and does not portray himself as part of a trinity. This verse explicitly tells us that Jesus Christ was at one place and God, the Father, was at another. Jesus Christ had to travel to reach God the Father, proving that both beings are separate entities. Many verses in the Bible demonstrate that God, the Almighty, and Jesus Christ are two different entities. Luke chapter 6 verse 12 also demonstrates Jesus Christ's dependence on God. It shows Jesus Christ, the human prophet of God, going to the mountainside to pray all night to God in the heavens. Matthew chapter 26 verse 39 states that when Jesus Christ realized they would crucify him, he walked out of Jerusalem to a garden with his disciples, telling them that he needed to step aside. He fell on his face in prostration, just like Muslims do, and prayed to God in the heavens. He did not want to be crucified, since he feared that the people he was sent to save would not believe in him and his message. Going a little farther, he fell on his face to the ground and prayed. My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. Jesus Christ sought aid from above, from God the Almighty, when he feared being crucified on the cross. He begged the one and only Almighty, the all-powerful, the one that aids and does not require anyone's help. Acts chapter 2 verse 32 states, God has raised this Jesus. Matthew chapter 27 verse 46 quotes Jesus Christ crying out and begging to his Lord, And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? If one forsakes another being, this act implies that both are separate beings and not one. John chapter 14 verse 28 states, For the Father is greater than I. Since one is greater than the other, they have to be separate entities. John chapter 17 verse 3 states, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Yet another verse proves that each entity is a separate, distant entity. This verse says that to attain eternal life in paradise, one must believe in the one true God, to whom Jesus Christ was praying. Christians believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, 
However, this verse dictates that they must believe in the Father alone, the one true God. Again, in John chapter 12, verse 27, it demonstrates the act of Jesus Christ begging God to save him. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Matthew chapter 26, verse 39, Matthew chapter 27, verse 46, and John chapter 12, verse 27 show Jesus Christ praying to God, the Almighty in the heavens. Why would Jesus Christ need to pray to anyone if he is God or part of God, much less need to pray to himself? Does the concept of a God worshipping a God make sense to you? Does the idea of a praying God make sense to you? Is it logical? Of course not. A God does not need to pray to anyone. How can Jesus Christ both be God and pray to God simultaneously? A praying God is a contradiction in terms and nonsensical. How can Jesus Christ be our Savior when he could not save himself? He had to beg God to save him. This verse demonstrates that Jesus Christ prayed to God the Almighty in the heavens because he needed God, as do all humans. Only God in the heavens is self-sufficient and in need of no one. Divine aid can come only from God, the Almighty above, not from a human prophet sent by God. God does not need to pray to anyone else, as he is not dependent on anyone. He is free of need. He is the creator of everything and owns everything. Whenever he wills anything to be, he says, be, and it is. If Jesus Christ was God, as the doctrine of the Trinity claims, why was he instructing his people to worship the God in the heavens instead of worshiping him? On his own, Jesus Christ made it clear that he could not do anything. I can, of mine own self, do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is, because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. John chapter 5 verse 3 However, Christians stubbornly believe he is their Savior when he needs saving himself, as he cannot even save himself. This verse proves that Jesus Christ had no power to do anything on his own. All the power he had was given to him and willed by God the Almighty in the heavens. Jesus Christ stated that his teachings did not come from him personally. Instead, they came from God, the glorious. Jesus Christ never took credit for his teachings. John chapter 7 verse 16 states, Jesus answered, My teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. In John chapter 12 verse 49, it quotes Jesus Christ as saying, For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. This is what a human prophet sent by God would say. 
John chapter 6 verse 38 demonstrates that Jesus Christ wanted to fulfill God's will from above and not fulfill his own will. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. Again, prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, was a human prophet sent by God to his people to spread the message of God. Logic dictates that if Jesus Christ said, my teaching is not my own, that would imply that his teachings are not from himself, and instead from a different being. Logic dictates that he was only a human prophet of God receiving revelation from God above, like the many messengers and prophets who came before him. Why are Christians worshipping a human? This is a colossal error and cardinal sin. It is the only unforgettable sin if you die with that belief and do not repent. Jesus said, Whatever you will, I am in submission to it. He submitted to God, the Almighty, because he was a Muslim. By definition, a Muslim is one in submission to the Almighty God. Many verses in the Holy Bible demonstrate Jesus Christ's submission to God, the Almighty, in the heavens, whom Muslims call Allah. It shows that Jesus Christ was not God, but lived in submission to the God that created him and sent him to his people. If one submits his will to another being, that act indicates the existence of two separate beings and not one. The concept of the Trinity, a triune Godhead of three divine persons comprising God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost in one divine being, does not make sense, as one cannot be the Son and Father of themselves at the same time. That is impossible. The concept of a Father and Son implies the existence of separate beings. Somehow, the math quotient of 3 equals 1 and 1 equals 3 makes sense to Christians. However, it does not make sense, as 1 never equals 3, and 3 can never equal 1. Furthermore, verses in the Bible explicitly state that Jesus Christ was a prophet of God. Matthew chapter 21, verses 10 and 11 says, when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Matthew chapter 21, verses 10 and 11. How could prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, be God and God's prophet simultaneously? Did he send himself or part of himself as a prophet to his people? That would not make any logical sense now, would it? The Bible clearly states that God, the Almighty, sent down the separate being known as Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. Acts chapter 2 verse 22 explicitly states, Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. This verse indicates that Jesus Christ was only a human prophet, a man and not a God. 
All the prophets and messengers were created human beings with no divine attributes, powers, or qualities of God. They were slaves of God who walked the earth, ate, drank, slept, and lived everyday lives. Everything they did was given to them only from God above to prove they were prophets of God to their people. If you need more proof that Jesus Christ was a man, a prophet of God, Matthew chapter 13 verse 57 states, So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and his own house. Matthew chapter 10 verse 41 states, He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Mark chapter 6 verse 4 states, Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his own home. In addition, Luke chapter 13 verse 33 states, Nevertheless, I must journey today, tomorrow, and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish outside of Jerusalem. Let us now examine how those who knew and walked with Jesus Christ acknowledged him. Luke chapter 7 verse 16 states, They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. Luke chapter 24 verse 19 states, What things, he asked, about Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. Jesus Christ's disciples recognized and acknowledged Jesus Christ as a mighty messenger of God and not as God. The prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, certainly would have corrected his disciples if they were wrong in their beliefs. In John chapter 4, verse 19, it states, Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. As you can see, many verses in the Bible indicate Jesus Christ was only a human prophet of God and not divine. Jesus Christ never instructed his disciples, nor anyone else, to worship him or the Holy Ghost. He preached and taught only the worship of the one true God, the creator of all, who goes by the name Allah. In Luke chapter 11, verse 2, the scripture presents Jesus Christ teaching his disciples to worship God the Almighty above. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven, so on earth. In John chapter 16, verse 23, Jesus Christ is quoted as preaching to his people that they should ask God the Almighty, the only one that has everything and can provide and aid them. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. According to the Bible, a man approached and fell on his knees before Jesus Christ and asked him, 
Good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus Christ rebuked the person for being called good and stated that only God in the heavens is good. Why callest thou me good? No one is good except God. Mark chapter 10 verse 18 Jesus Christ did not allow even the slightest suggestion that he is divine or semi-divine. He gave all credit to God above. If Jesus Christ was God or the Son of God, why would he say, why call me good? If Jesus Christ were God, he would say he is good because God is all good. Only a man would claim not to be good. This verse goes against the modern teachings of Christianity. Jesus Christ strongly disapproved of others worshiping him. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 9, the Bible quotes Jesus Christ saying, They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. The disciples of Jesus Christ worshipped God the Almighty and never worshipped Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 4 verse 24 demonstrates the disciples of Jesus Christ praying to God in the heavens. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, You made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. They were not praying to Jesus Christ because he was only a human prophet and had no power or control other than what God above had provided him. Many other verses can be quoted, but we shall move on to other topics. Jesus Christ preached the importance of knowing and obeying God the Almighty to be saved and make it to paradise. Failure to learn and worship God the Almighty violates the first and greatest command stated in the Bible. In Mark chapter 12, verses 28 to 30, it says, One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The choice of the word one here in Hebrew and Arabic describes a word that cannot have anything added to or subtracted from it. It is a word that describes the absolute unity of God where no equal or no partner can be added, as Christians mistakenly believe. A similar verse is in the Holy Quran. Say, He is Allah who is one, indivisible. Allah, the sustainer needed by all, He has never had offspring, nor was He born, and there is none comparable to Him. Quran, chapter 112, verse 1. Did God suddenly change his message to humanity? The very basis of the Christian religion makes no sense. The Old Testament clearly states that there is only one God, and no one else should be worshipped. It never mentions or hints at the Trinity. 
Christians mistakenly believe that God suddenly changed who he is and his message. They believe God is one, but also part of a three-in-one trinity, joining Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit simultaneously. However, we know that three never equals one, no matter how Christians try to justify such an evil claim.